welcome. It's Fleet Radio. My name's Raj. Got a couple special guests in today. Daedalus, who you can hear now. Well, his music anyway. And Omunit. Both got new albums out. Gonna hear a few cuts. Hear some music, live set, DJ set. NTS Live, we're here till 6, keep it locked.
track, Symbiosis by Mr. Beatnik. Before that, Julia Holter. Tracklist will be up on the NTS website and the Bleep podcast. play a few tunes. Got a lot to go through today.
sounds of Doppler effect. Gene silencing. It is a Friday after all.
mixing up a bit tonight. This track's uh, Stacy by Moin, I think, aka Rain, Black as Ever Black. Coming up next, got Daedalus. Can do a special little live set. Radio, it's NTS Live. It's a moment we've all been waiting for. Mr. Daedalus. Yes, good evening, good hello. afternoon. Hello. Thank you very much. So, um, this track is off your new album. Um, it's a track called Flat Faded. Yes. Um, I'm not too good on interviews, so I'm just going to ask you to tell me no, no, this is a in as much detail not, as you possibly to, can. We're not sitting across in this kind of like harried how uh strange way that like interviews happen we're both in the studio it's relaxed just had a gig it's uh it's really really nice to be able to talk about this kind of thing so so tell you. me tell me about the album yeah, yeah uh it just came out on anticon records um vinyl and cd and afterthought the real thing was the music the whole time so uh a difficult record that has a bunch of different sounds but really it's trying to conduct down a certain kind of electricity and why why do you say difficult well um there's one one side of the story which is the reasons the record happened and the other side of the story is just the record so i'll start with just the record it's a collection of sounds it's like my 13th record so i've, I've been around for a half a minute for a, for a little <laughs> second i'm very very happy to be able to present especially with anticon which is a very storied and wonderful label um, from the west coast of california san francisco and now la and as a collection of songs, I'm very proud of it. It's just a, I think it, it, it keeps the story going. It has, it has a lot of roots in my previous material, I would say, especially records like Of Synodonia and Little Denies the Day's Demise. I think it echoes back to those previous records. Yeah. Um, but then from the opposite standpoint, from the, the reasons why I had to make the record kind of standpoint, it, it, it came from uh, uh, some difficulty that was happening in my life. Everyone goes through death and illness. Yeah. It is part of the human condition. Um, I decided to try to make a record 
at first to try to like cure the woes that were going on in my life and then later in a fidgety notion of therapy that's the thing is it didn't it didn't work (laughs) it just ends up being moving around pushing around the emotions yeah it's a fidgety record for that reason yeah and are you pleased with how it's come out yeah I'm very pleased with the music. I'm not necessarily pleased with how it didn't cure all of that ailed me. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted it to be I wanted to be catharsis. Yeah. And that isn't that isn't part of the human condition unfortunately. So. Okay, so we've got we've got a next track lined up that you wanted to play us. It's a track yes. called Tiptoes. Yes. Do you want to tell us I'm just going to dissect a couple yeah, of yeah, tracks. Totally. So do you want to tell us a little bit about this track? So this is based on a piece from I want to say oh gosh, I'm going to get the year mangled and I really should know this by now. It's like 15 87 or maybe it's 1687 it's by john dowland who was an english um choral uh composer and it is a beautiful piece of uplift and it's one of the things on the record that does that yeah so listen to the words they make some sort of sense it is an old english and um just quickly before we go into track, like it's, it's a bit of a thing with you isn't it the, the style and the aesthetic and the, it's like a very noticeable thing this well, whole I mean, th- this is that, that. Were you born in the wrong era? What happened? No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I feel very, very privileged and, and so much pleasure to be able to be now because if I wasn't technologically assisted, I would be, I would be really bored. Um, I think we all would be to a degree. Well, we'd all be living a very different lives, right? And I'm very happy with this current life that I'm able to lead with friends. Um, and the fixation with the cravats and the, uh, yeah, the kind of. I mean, that's just because it, it's like wonderment. Like, I understand, I mean, like, I really appreciate urban style. I really appreciate style in general. I think fashion is a kind of communication and all this stuff. But people who don't choose to to pick out their clothes, who just kind of wear whatever, it's like you're missing an opportunity to say all these other things. Like, you talk, but you're also speaking so much with your clothes. I mean, London knows this better than most. Trust me, you see people walking on the street and they're I've, saying a I've bunch. I've just seen him buy a bunch of cravats <laughs> from from uh, some retro stores up in East London. He's lo- looking mighty fine, I must Trust say. Trust me, it means one thing here, but then when you take it back to LA, like it li- literally people will, like look at me as if I'm walking off, you know, like walked out of the sewers or something, or like, <laughs> you know, like fell down from outer space. It's, it's nice to conduct a little exceptional into our day-to-day. Right, I got sidetracked. This track's uh, Tiptoes by Daedalus. No, it's all the same thing. Thank you. 
soul. I was tiptoes by Daedalus. We've got the man himself in the studio. Just going through a few tracks of the new album. Yeah, We're going to get to hear a set from him shortly. Rapid fire in the perfect way. <laughs> rapid fire. Quick, quick, quick. Um, one thing I want to talk to you about is um, the placement of your music. And I know it sounds weird, but um, you've done so many albums. In fact, you've saying that number, I didn't even realise it was that many. And you've jumped many, to, like various different labels as well. Yeah, yeah, your career. yeah. Um, is this uh, a conscious decision? Is it like you feel certain music works better in certain places? Yeah, like every every record label is like a family. You know, there's dysfunction and function and purpose. And I feel like different labels have different imprints. They have like not just the word imprint, but like literally fingerprints. They they leave you affected by your surroundings. And so like when I'm working with a label like Ninja Tune, like they've been around for 20 odd years and they have like done so much historic stuff to advance the remix and to bring forth this UK dance sound and all these things and like even as like a outside observer that means a lot to me and I, I pull from that that becomes part of the record inevitably and even if it's just the culture of the label making a difference and then you you pair that against something like Anticon with their like really abstract hip-hop like this record is not abstract hip-hop but it's still informed by this idea of language that yeah. that they bring forth and you know, so it's all, it's all, all the labels are fine with you, kind of. I mean, if if the label's down to work with me, I'm really interested in exploring their sound. It's like remixing, but yourself. Yeah, and that might sound silly, but it really is the case. You you fundamentally grapple with what your surroundings are, and, and Do, when you when you recording an album, are you thinking? Are you just thinking about the end product without thinking about the label? How are they gonna? You know. It's almost something that's subconscious that's happening in the background. At, at its best, it's happening in the background. Yeah. It's like the A&R at the label isn't like, we need this dance sound. It's more like, well, what's kind of vibing, what's working, and then, you know, that's what kind of comes forth. And, and just sticking with the, uh, the location thing, because yeah. there's, it's really easy for people from an outside point of view, like, oh, he's part of the, the West Coast beat scene, yeah. when I'm not actually sure that your music it's just like, oh yeah, he's part of that. Cause I, no, I, feel I like got it. some records that probably probably kick in a little bit. You know? But I mean, I mean, where do you see your music and the placement of it? Is it different from record to record? Is it? Yeah, it's a little different to record. But like, my heart and soul is low slung bass and beats. Like, it isn't necessarily what I like no, to. That make. sounds like part of the West Coast, baby. Yeah, like, <laughs> I mean, I, I feel very very comfortable in that space. But the, the truth of the matter is, that I do really take seriously this this like, if somebody's putting my music in their headphones, I want them to go on an experience that will last an hour or whatever. Yeah. I don't want them to necessarily have to have a huge system to explore that thing or or it's like the situation of just like concentrated listening is what I really want people to engage in. Yeah. So if you're not up for that, then like come to a live show or just like have a different experience. If you're just going to get blunted and listen to some beats, like there's a whole host of people who are going to do that very well for you. And so I'm yeah. just like a different aspect of that same idea. Do you ever find it frustrating being always like kind of maybe put in certain boxes and you're like that's not me like, well the truth of the matter is we do i mean every one of us to a t lives in a box right like be it going back to that clothes thing like people make assumptions and and ask you know like i'm just i'm <laughs> i'm like a 35 year old guy from los angeles right yeah like i'm i'm living a life of assumptions and then i go <laughs> play you know raves full of 17 year olds 16 year olds 14 year olds tripping the light fantastic and it's it's a very strange life and i i don't have any expectations for what tomorrow is going to bring even though i'm playing with dorian concept sid rim 
and uh, Bibio tomorrow. So I have high expectations. That's actually. pretty good. Yeah, it's a good life. How, how are you finding this tour? How, how are you finding Europe? I mean, you've been here many, many times. Yeah, so. yeah, this one's incredible. It's so good. I have so, so much like weird emotions in my heart. And then the fact that people are coming out and like singing along and having a good time, it's yeah. It's incredible. Right, we're going to go into one more track from the album. Do you want to pick one for us? Yeah, let's do Music Concrete. Do you want to tell us about this? Yeah, this, this song features the samples of skateboarding. Actually, it's Free the Robots, skating around Santa Ana, California, sampled and made into a track. It's kind of jukey. It has some footwork. I love that stuff. I've been loving it for a long time. So great to see it, like, getting its, like, due. Do you get, do you get down with the moves, like the Chicago dudes? you get to bust I, a little... You know what, you know what's I, funny? We were talking about, like, what calls out to us and stuff. And, like, it, to me, when the BPMs gets 150 and up, that's when I dance. Yeah? I'm, Anything play, slower like, is just like, this is way too slow. No, it's just, like, <laughs> you just want to isolate one arm and just, like, crank or, like, you know, do, like, UK dance moves, right? Yeah, the yeah, lame. Yeah. Excuse me, the fantastic, yeah, <laughs> the fantastic. I think he punter. forgot he was in the UK station with the UK website. <laughs> no, I, mean, I mean, like the punter dance, like the single arm, like raising up and down. Like, yeah, that's perfect pumping, for house. Yeah, it's like perfect for techno, the certain like Euro styles. Like if you're putting a donk on it, ace, like, you're doing it right. <laughs> but if you're talking about like Chicago juke, like. Yeah, that's real dancing. Like, you gotta, yeah, you got to, you, you're, you're getting some Cuban motion. Do you know that term, Cuban motion? I think I can work it out, but it's, I... It's from... It's actually from, like, ballroom dancing, but it's hips. You're getting yeah, your hips. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, music concrete.
So, Split Radio, it's NTS Live. My name's Raj. Got a special guest in today. Got Daedalus. Later on, we've got Omni Unit coming up. So, um. You gotta play that remix. He did this one remix to one of my songs. It's so good. Oh, yeah? Yeah, please. Okay, I'm gonna have to dig that out. Yes. Um, so, this is something that most guests that have, uh, have come onto this show have kind of asked. Some people are really open to it. Some people are like, ah, those are my secrets. But um, I'm just kind of interested because I, I don't really make music myself, but I always find the process interesting. Um, how do you approach it? Like software, hardware, technique, yeah. where you start. I mean, I know there's a lot of people that yeah. listen to show that to really into that kind of geeky stuff. Well, I mean... I think everything's valid. I'm just gonna say that from the from the off the top, like no matter what your technique is, no matter how you get to that end point of playing music for somebody, it's a very amazing space to be in. You're sharing something very deep and primal. It's wonderful. Congratulations. Yeah. Um, for myself, I feel like there is something very important about a song. Melody and harmony come first for me. Yeah. Rhythm sometimes, but I I think of rhythm. I think this is a very IDM concept, but or like kind of like the background things, but rhythm is a kind of melody. It's speaking a thing. Yeah. So you want to put that forth. It's, it's the same thing. It's just, that's probably why my music can be sometimes kind of complicated is because I like an overabundance of melody. Everything in the song should be doing something in a melodic fashion. And it is my curse and hopefully a gift to a few of you out there. Um, but the main thing is, yeah, it's like, it has to be a song. It has to communicate. And that's what happens first. And I, I really do respect people who, like, you know, the first thing they do is just have a kick drum kicking into infinity and then just see what happens on top of that. But for me, I need more reasons. So the drums come last in the actual... Sometimes the drums come first, but they're definitely, like, playing like a melody, kind of. Like, if you've ever listened to batucada rhythms from, from like, from Brazil, Brazil, it's like, man, that stuff, you don't need anything else on top of that, yeah. and it's like you're singing along. Yeah, because there's a breath to it, there's a feel to it, and you're getting something very direct from it. Yeah, and I, I, I want to do the same thing. I'm not saying I do that on all my songs. I mean, there's failures, there's some experiments that go well, and there's some that don't. But and they still they still get air. Do you want to break down actual software and hardware? Yeah, sure, sure. I use Pro Tools at home. Yeah, and a lot of times it starts with fingers on strings. It starts with like air going through reeds, fingers on strings, synthesizers, something that I could actually like put under my hands and like hear. And then sometimes after doing that for a little while, it'll go into the box. It'll get soft synths and such. Um, but it's always about the signal chain as well. It's always about like, how does it get there? How do I get the, the guitar through the mic to the processor hitting, you know, as much analog as possible. I try to hit tape as much as possible. Really? Analog reverbs as much as possible. There's some stuff do documented online. I would say probably like, um, so I wrote, we rotate this bleep show yeah. with myself and this, um, my colleague Margot. I said the last three or four guests have all been using tape in yeah. their, in their... It's sumptuous. It eats, eats up sound and lets you basically just play around in puddles. It's joy. Is this a recent thing that you're going to take? No, I've, I'm past always records. Been. Past couple records have been doing it. Sometimes it happens later in the process. Sometimes it happens in the mixing or the mastering side. Yeah. But this last record, almost everything got committed to, to tape at some point beforehand. Yeah. Before, like, it was almost like committed to tape and then brought back into the box. Yeah. It's great. It seems like the thing Ooh. to do. The, the tape, tape is back. <laughs> Dude, it never left. Never went. Never left. I knew you were going to say that. And, and then just with the process, how does it translate to the way you do your sets like your live shows and your touring because okay, so like I was saying to you earlier like you're one of the first artists I saw m many years ago kind of engaging in a, in a with a controller set and having all these different layers 
and the light, the lighty box that like lights up, and everyone's like, "Whoa, what's he doing?" Like, well, okay, so here's my truth: for five years, from 2003 to 2008, I only played my own music. Yeah, and I kind of thought it was like a badge of of pride and like this kind of thing. Like, I, I didn't have the confidence to deal with other people's sounds because I didn't want to like mangle them. But now I've switched. That's interesting because most producers, there are certain producers I know who don't. Their confidence is not not being comfortable playing their own songs. Well, so they're almost com more comfortable. I mean, in, from a DJ sense. No, but I, I have I have switched. I have now ceased to play most of my own music just because I want the two experiences to be different. I want the records to be records and my live show to go wherever it needs to go for that evening. Yeah. If I am beholden to a series of my own songs and I have to be respectful to have them sound like the CD, then I should just play the CD and get off stage and let people have the optimum listening experience through whatever the sound system is. The truth of the matter is I want to be present with the audience and just like... Okay, so we want to go left. We go left. Like you want to have more speed and tempo. Yeah. Like, well, my song probably isn't good for that, but that song, that song can do that. So just playing devil's advocate. If a Daedalus fan goes to a Daedalus show yeah. and they want to hear Daedalus music, they just ask me, and I'll play whatever they want to hear. I always try to do that. Yeah. But the truth matters. If people don't tell me beforehand or they don't give me a sign, I'm gonna do. It can go what anywhere. Feels, yeah, what feels right for the night. So on that note, we're gonna have you do a little set. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know where it's gonna go? I have a I have a start, but then I don't have a stop. So okay. You have to give me that. Okay. Just we'll see what happens. So um, it's Bleep Radio. It's NTS Live. We've got Daedalus in the studio, and uh, we're going to see where this goes.
Wow. Um, that went everywhere. <laughs> Grab the mic, talk to me. Just a, yeah, a handful of places, I guess. Uh, it's, it's always weird to stare at a wall. This is a, a wonderfully compact studio space where, where there's a lot of things possible. And I, I'm so grateful to be here. And, and, and yeah, but like looking at the equipment of the screen after playing a set tonight, it was really, really fun to be able to take it places. I, I was able to play things I'd never play. Uh, played some Stone Roses in there. Um, I don't know if that makes any sense to you guys, but yeah, some fun things like yeah, that. We know the Stone okay, Roses. Cool. No, no, I, don't, I don't presume anything. I don't presume anything. I, it just was really nice. And, and everything from, yeah, from burial to all parts and in between. I even played some of my own stuff just for, for fun. So thank you guys so much for having me. Oh, you know what? Actually, midway through uh, the set, I actually just had a realization because um, this is the first time we've met. And I was like, oh, I wanted to thank you because you, you were part of a compilation. Well, actually, one of the first projects I did a Bleep oh, was uh, this compilation called North, South, East, West. Yes. And it was actually the first release on the Bleep label. And you were the first track on the first release. Yes. So strictly speaking, Ooh. you're the first artist to have released on Bleep. Uh, I'll take it. That's yeah. fantastic. I'm so I, grateful. I just had, actually, a, had this realization. I was like, 2009, we did the comp. Yeah. You were the first track. and it That was song like, is very special to me, too, as strange as that sounds. A Bloodworth. Yeah, because it's not only uh, celebrating Sean Bloodworth, who was the photographer for that project, but also <laughs> it is in my mind, um, I, I was conducting some of this bass music, but it's it's odd time signature. And yeah. I don't get a chance to play one of that space very, well, very much as well, because people want even, even dance rhythms and stuff. And... I feel like that one actually works, and I, I'm really, really proud of that production because it, it went to some place that is kind of heady and technical, but in a way that doesn't feel. I think the average person listening to it wouldn't necessarily yeah. have to guess that it was in what is it like 13 or something. But it it, it works. I feel yeah. like. I mean, it's a brilliant intro to the album. It was like, um, so yeah, actually, just that realization. It's a real honor to finally meet you and to have you down. So, thanks for that. And um, do you have any quick shout-outs before before we sign up? Well, just if I may, I mean, all the all the people back at home in Los Angeles um, who listen often. Kuma, who's He's fantastic. here. Yeah, exactly. He, he, He's he, on NTS, actually. Yeah, he broadcasts yeah. often, and he is the heart and soul of L.A. that's been stolen away. Yeah. Thankfully, he has a good home here. But we can't wait to have him back. And those of you who may be listening to this on the irregular, listen to Kuma's show, and and just or those of you who listen to Kuma's show on the regular and maybe tuning into this, like... This is a fantastic space you guys have, and it's really, really a gift. And to all those people in LA who might be tuning in, I can't wait to see you again so soon. So Great. A bit of both. A bit of really happy to be here and really happy to be going back and, and everything in between. And the fact you guys have Kuma is just, you guys are very lucky. <laughs> cool. He's actually, he's, he's around a lot. Isn't he? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, shout to, shout to Kuma. Yeah. Um, right. Thanks again for, her, for, for popping in. Um, it's Bleep Radio. We're here till six. Keep it locked.
Moving from Sounds of Glass there to Forte. Parallel Jalibi. Or Jalibi. Shout out all Indian crew. Just going to play a few. I'm going straight into Omunit. Second guest of the show. request mind wash can play one more we've got omunit
coming up on 1043 here in the Crescent City. Going around and around with a big sound from the big town right here on WYOD. You got the Lee Baby, you got the Lee Baby Sim Show. And now we're gonna hear a little more music. I want to send this one out to all our friends out in the Ninth Ward. He insisted I play it earlier. All those wild. It's uh, on the unit remix of Daedalus. Nashville Kid. This is my little Radio Phil segue bit. Tyrone and the Golden Boys. Very thought out. I'm from Burl King. So, it's Bleat Radio, it's NTS, my name's Raj, we're here, got about 40-50 minutes left, and I'm very pleased to introduce uh, Mr. Omunit. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) How's it going? I'm no good at this. Yeah, I'm going good, I'm going good. Don't worry, I'm not good. Under pressure, Friday, Friday. You've got your album launch, it's a big day for you. It's the album launch tonight, indeed, birthdays tonight, free entry, come through. So, um... I've actually known you many a year. Nearly 10 years or something now. Something like that, yeah. Around the way, back from um, Show Some Love Days. and Wow, yeah, I even forgot about yeah, that. you know. Um, so you've come a long way since then, and uh, I just ended with that special request, and I was actually going to talk about all the different guises that you've had and all the different styles you've had over the years. Okay. Which, because um, I knew you as a turntablist and then as a guy that loop pedaled and cut weird library records and then <laughs> and then I've d- heard you do like Drexian style electro with the Timps EP which yeah. blew my mind and then I saw <laughs> you know there's like jungle what what are you what, what I've heard jazzy stuff like why don't you make up your mind what's going on I don't know I can't stay in one place long enough yeah and and what what um is it just <laughs> experimentation is it boredom what well it's just it's life really I think you know you if you sort of stay on one thing for too long it's you know kind of I don't know. I think life life moves on. Everything changes. Everything is transient. So I feel like to be like I'm just one thing. Um, what do you difficult feel for me? You know, w- I think we just talk about this off air. Actually, what do you sure. feel in terms of stars of music? What do you feel comfortable with? What do you feel what what felt uncomfortable during these different you know phases? Well, I, I wouldn't even call them phases, but just like different well, it's just yeah, it's phases. Sound no. palettes. Yeah. What I feel comfortable with, uh, it's hard to say because it's all just done in the moment. So I just make tunes. I just make stuff. Yeah. And uh, if I'm lucky enough, I can get together a you know a decent body of work with it. Um, mm. I don't tend to think about it that much, you know. So. Do you ever feel? I mean, this is I, this is an interesting question for producing Gen. Do you ever feel like right? This is this is a sound that's kind of current. I'm gonna the current. I'm gonna roll with this and see how it goes. Well, if I like it. You know, if I like it, I'll do it. You know, it's it's like I've been inspired by so much music that it's kind of yeah. hard really to be like, oh, I'm just going to focus on that one thing, I think. Yeah. From being in London hip hop shows when I first came to London, 99, uh, experiencing kind of jungle hardcore stuff when I was a kid. Which is back. to take packs we and just, stuff. We just played Special Request. And well, that's, yeah, that's Paul Wolford doing Tesla his thing, you know. And stuff. Yeah, and man. There's like, there's a resurgence of that at the moment. Because I think I first knew you cutting up Dillinger records. Yeah, right? DMCs was like, yeah, I used to use drum and bass sounds in my um, routines and stuff like that. And uh, 
it's just it, I just like to exist amongst it all but not yeah. necessarily be like pinned to one thing you know and and this um, album Fred's yeah comes so, out on Monday so what's um, where's this at then well this this is this is the opportunity really to sort of create a journey I wanted to create like a long player like a proper album that you can sit and listen to you know yeah I think all the best albums work as a journey and yeah I just kind of made a load of tunes and was like quite happy with the result um, I say it wasn't even necessarily by design I was just working on stuff till I got to a point I was like yeah this is an album yeah you know which I think is potentially the best way to do it and you're gonna um, have a little set you're gonna play some track are you gonna be playing mainly stuff off the album or are you gonna play I'm gonna just play some tunes yeah some stuff off the album some other bits maybe some forthcoming remixes um, you know oh, really? tune, tunes got, by my what, contemporaries you, can you give us a little uh uh, I've got one here. No, no, into your stuff that's upcoming. These. Yeah, well, yeah, future. my stuff. I mean, obviously the album Monday. Um, yeah, civil music available civil to music. buy on yeah, bleak.com. Plug, 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 plug. plug. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a remix here for a fellow called uh, Colico, who's from Bristol. Okay. Um, which is being put out by Elemental. Uh, for those that don't know, Elemental is somebody that was around at the birth of dubstep, worked with Hot Flush, and uh, his own label, Runtime Records, and he's kind of like. Awakening that again with uh, kind of like a 160 BPM sort of feel, kind yeah. of the, kind of the stuff that I'm doing right now. Um, he's part of a kind of like short list of contemporary British artists that I think are experimenting with that kind of sound. So Colico is also one of those people. Yeah. He's a young lad, sort of on the up, you know. Yeah. And so I had to bless bless them all with a remix because I think that just, uh, just what they're doing is talking great. Talking about that so. 160 thing, what what, yeah. what 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 happened to the um the Philip. Philip. What happened? Well, it was it was an experiment, and it, it proved fruitful. Yeah. And I didn't really want to end up. So being for, to just to being explain for the audience. Yeah. At home okay. What that so was. okay. So Philip D Kick, the Philip D Kick project was myself taking some of my favourite classic jungle tunes and reinventing them in a footwork style because I discovered footwork through seeing Mike Paradinas DJ. Yeah. And it spoke to me in the same way that Jungle spoke to me when I was a kid, in a way. So I wanted to kind of like because I remember you sending it it to me, and uh, I emailed you back, going, "Who is this guy?" And you're like, "I don't know, yeah, (laughs) random friend of a friend." Well, yeah, yeah, I was, I was super incognito, yeah, kind of like. And it was, it wasn't until I'd done the third volume, I did like twelve edits, and I was like, "Right, that's it, boom, done." Yeah, I didn't. I was starting to get booking offers, remix offers. Yeah. And it was kind of like I could potentially you, make you a little then. career off it. And I was like, no, nah, this is just, it was just an experiment. I didn't really yeah. want to make it like about who I am, you know. So the, these aliases that you have, because I knew you originally as too tall, because you're yeah. a very tall guy, it made sense. Not that tall, which is kind of one of the reasons well, I stopped maybe using I'm that sure. name. Yeah. <laughs> I keep meeting people that are taller than me all the time, so. Yeah, I mean, what what's uh, the name changes or aliases? Is it just for different phases? Yeah, well, I think it's important. I mean... Yes, yeah, like I said, it's life. You know that it's you have this, life is a is a series of moments, and I think like to have one name all the way through. Just for me, it just doesn't make sense for me. Like yeah. I'm not to sort of criticize anybody that for doing that. I just sort of feel like it's nice to have a start and an end point yeah. in any in any project. You know, have you got any new Keeps uh, fresh. new aliases coming up? No, I'm sticking with this for now. Yeah, yeah. happy with it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um. So I'm just gonna play. Uh, what are we going to do? We're going to have um, Omni Unit play a little set. So, um, it's Fleet Radio, it's NTS Live. Let's do it. 
exit that's my fault apologies um yeah, i mean it mate. there's years of practice in that man <laughs> oh i've ruined the ending of the mix sorry yeah, it, was that was, it was on purpose no yeah it was purpose it was all exactly. it was all planned um you went through quite a lot of stuff then yeah 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 yeah. it was mainly your own production as well uh yeah quite a lot of it a few tunes in there one from fracture one from mark pritchard uh ticklish richard 
and my stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I'm taking it back with this one. This is a really old track. This is like one of the first. But I just wanted to say mm-hmm. thanks for coming in. Oh, you're um, welcome. I've been man. trying thanks to get you to the show for a while now, actually. Yeah. And um, it's it's a pleasure to have you down. We've been supporters of you on Bleep for a while. We've had you on a couple of comps. This way back, things. man. I mean, yeah, this, yeah. This, this tune here is uh, Rain Part 2 from 2004, which I think was when Bleep launched. Yeah, next year's our 10th anniversary. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this is one of the first albums that went up. It was yeah. the first bunch. Um, so yeah, this yeah. is Two Tall Rain Part 2. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's just a pleasure to have you down. We've always been fans. Definitely one of the most diverse and interesting producers in London. Um, album's out on Thank Monday. You. Thank you. Go check it out. It's on Civil Music. It's called The Threads. Um, thank you. We'll see you soon, I guess. Yeah. Can, I get, can we give me a little extra plug for tonight? Uh, oh, yeah. Plug, anyone plug. in Dalston, we're having a launch party. Get down before 11, I'd say, to get in because it's going to be crazy. Um, birthdays, we've got Itel Tech, Ian, Deft, Rezo, yeah. myself. Birthdays is a spot. Daedalus was there last night. Yeah. Here. Yeah, Soundcrash. Soundcrash are locking it down. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a yeah. good basement, good function one. You know, so. Nice. Cool. Um, I'm going to play out for the last 10 minutes. Um, it's Bleak Radio. It's NTS. It's Bless. It's Bless.
sorry, it all got a bit dark. Sounds a diamond version. Turn on tomorrow. About seven minutes left. Stand the place up next. Keep it locked, it's MTS Live. Taken from one of the best albums of the year, in my humble opinion. 
cryo one a tricks point never just wrapping it up I'd like to thank my guests today Daedalus and Omunit everything you've heard can be uh, bought on bleep we're here next month with Margot got some special guests lined up as well for that one If you listen back on Bleep Podcast, track list is up there. On the site, on NTS and on Bleep. If you're listening live, it's Friday, it's now the weekend.